Welcome to the Photography Opinion Podcast. We discuss all things photo, video, and camera related. I'm Ben Lucas. And I'm Stuart Marlantis. And this is Photo Op. Hello, today's episode is uh, answering a viewer question. So, uh, this question comes from Varuna. Uh, Thanks for shooting us a question. Hey, I just did a shoot for a friend, and I have about 200 shots from the shoot. Uh, She wants to view them before I edit the 30 that I promised her. What is the best platform for me to share photos for her that are preview only, not download? Hmm, interesting. So... I would say that the first way to answer this question is actually to not at all answer this question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The best thing to do here is honestly client education. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you can try and find a platform that like restricts it or put, you know, watermarks and stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are all the, like to to, to answer the question immediately before we get into this uh, conversation. No, save the answer for later. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we can save the answer for later. <laughs> no, 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 go for it. Go for um, it. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, so uh, the usual suspects would be where you would want to share the stuff. Um, you know, do a do a scaled down version. Uh, you, you know, put it on on SmugMug or I, heck, even Flickr, or Google Drive, social media. Um, you know, you can you can make contact sheets in Lightroom. You know, if all you the, wanted to be really annoying. if you wanted to be, yeah. <laughs> um, but you can do uh, as far as where you can share this stuff, uh, wherever you would normally share photos. Just make sure that they are uh, minimally usable while uh, still getting. I to mean, the point. I mean the the other the thing but about the, there's trying to question. make it minimally usable. <laughs> yeah, you can you can destroy and distort the photo as much as you want to, but they're like they're still gonna use it and mm-hmm. then they're just gonna be using a bad version of your photo yeah so honestly the best thing here is client education yes client still means if it's tfp or it's your friend or whatever i mean there are so many things that you can do including just uh i used to even just like drag my contrast slider to like negative 100 or whatever just to make them flat mud i'm like aha can't use it now and like no, the people are still going to take your images. They're still mm-hmm. going to do whatever. They're going to Photoshop out your watermarks. They're going to share the really low-res crappy version. They are going to add Instagram filters to whatever you do anyway. Um, you just Part of it is, is client education to let them know of like, hey, these are just proofs. These are not for sharing. The ones that you pick are going to be edited and look absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if there's absolutely no difference between your edits and what you're showing them, that's going to be a harder sell. But, um, yeah. But, but I they mean, are hiring you partly for the editing. So hopefully you have made it clear to them that that is hopefully. Yeah, part it, of the reason really... why they would want to hand over the big money. Yeah, if for, it really is... Uh, let, let's say it's a client and not a friend and mm-hmm. this is uh, and you're not doing any editing mm-hmm. it's just they need to pay for every single image that they purchase from you well I mean in person sales honestly 
Um, in-person sales is really where you make most of the money. It's where you make your most persuasive argument. Uh, they will talk themselves out of a sale. If you send them an online gallery, they will buy the bare minimum or nothing. Um, yeah, in-person sales is really, if you're trying to upsell or get them to buy more where it's at versus like, if I shoot a wedding or an engagement or something, I'm sending them all the photos, all the proofs, like, they might not like half of them, but I mean, if I send them a thousand photos, they still like 500 of them. And that 500 is now the base that we work with when I start building an album. So, I mean, you just kind of have to accept that your client is always going to pick like the worst photo that you show them. Um, so this is, this is actually a question. Um, so I, 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 this is, this is an on show question from one of the hosts. This is going to be fun. Um, Hit me. so I am, uh, engaged now and, uh, I'm working toward, um, wedding plans, trying to figure out all this sorts of stuff. And, and that's still uh, quite a ways off. We're kind of waiting for COVID to hopefully calm down a little bit. Um, but who knows? Uh, cause COVID's going to COVID. Uh, but, uh, one of the questions I have is <laughs> as somebody who has done an extensive <laughs> amount of work, uh, in <laughs> the visual arts, both in photo and the video world, um, uh, any photographer that I'd want to have at my wedding, I would like to ask for the raw photos. I'm of course going to hire them partly for their editing skill. Um, so, you know, that's like, I understand that and I, and I respect that and I value that, but I am also a data hoarder who wants all you of the original information that has ever been generated at some particular time. Um, what is that reasonable for me to, to still want that? Like, could I talk to them as like a fellow professional and say like, mm. yo, I'm not going to post these anywhere. Like, I'm not going to embarrass you. I promise. Like I am hiring you partly for your editing, but I want you to give me the, me the original information. Is that insane? Is that just not okay? Or is that something that might be okay in this instance? Uh, that, that is rough one. Um, there is, there <laughs> I don't want to be only... a difficult customer, right? I don't like oh, those no, no, people. No, I, get no, it. <laughs> I, I understand that as, as a question. Yeah. Um, so, so nine times out of 10, the people who think they want the raw mm-hmm. don't actually understand what they're asking because they're not you. Yeah. Um, but I do they... understand. Oh, you thing. do understand. <laughs> you do understand raw photo. No, absolutely. And I understand but... why I shouldn't like ruin it by posting some you know 100% vibrance 100% contrast and 100% clarity clarity and putting their name on it like and that's something that I wouldn't do but how do you you know is that is that just like never you should never ask that ever or is this like maybe this is something that could be reasonable figure this this is a good Uh, episode for this (laughs) there yeah that's interesting um there is only one person who has ever asked me for raws that Mm -hmm. i have ever actually given it to them Mm -hmm. and it's my friend john from college who basically taught me how to be a photographer (laughs) whenever whenever i do photos for him if he wants a raw photo i will send him a raw photo um, because yeah, he's gonna he's got his special editing touch that is different than mine, and then he's gonna make a wall size canvas out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he loves canvas because canvas completely destroys the texture, so you can use super low res like iPhone photos, blow it up into canvas, and it looks just as good as the professional photos. Pro tip. Uh, right there. <laughs> um, yeah, I I think 
honestly, the best answer to that one would be asking your friends and networks <laughs> because they are more likely if someone I did not know yeah. was asking me for Roz, I would say no. And I would do my best to educate them why. Interesting. And some of those reasons would be um, because I don't want um, to, you know, have you ruin images mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. honestly what i'm thinking even if i don't say it out loud yeah um, for sure but uh no the other part too is like if i am uploading a gallery and i only have this much space um all of that's for jpegs now mm -hmm. all of a sudden i have this much space because i'm trying to send you a bunch of raw files it just turns into like a different beast of like a whole wedding on raw wouldn't even fit onto the thumb drives that I hand out to my clients. Mm -hmm. It would be kind of like special circumstance. Um, yeah. I, I just basically never ever do raw and like, I will give you the raw. Uh, so I've been asked a couple of times for raw photos, mm -hmm. um, from my triple click photo booth because they're like, Oh, I'm in an editor and I want to do the raw. And I'm like, no, I don't do raws because I just upload them to my Amazon drive. And that's JPEG, not raw. Mm -hmm. Otherwise I'd fill my storage really quick. Um, but the thing is when I kind of edit it properly and have a neutral base to work with, they're like, Oh yeah, it was super easy. Like I, all of the tones were there that I wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't have to like torture this JPEG file in the same way that you might torture a raw file. So, but I mean, the thing is like, honestly, I would really have to know the person. Um, the other, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's honestly what it comes down to. Um, yeah. Zach Arias has, has a, uh, interesting perspective on it. And he says always like, if they ask for the raw, do they know what they're doing? Do they know better than you? So whenever he works with commercial clients who have an editing team, like they always get the raw photo. He's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm still editing it, but I edit it. And then you get the edit and the raw. Like when I worked at um, uh, another studio where we did a ton of product photography, we might do an edit like for their catalog, but we'd also be giving the team the raw files so that way when they want to turn it into some – like, that's an extra thing that they pay for. Mm -hmm. So the other thing, too, is if you were to ask for raw photos, expect that there's going to be some upcharge, whether that's buying mm. a bigger thumb drive really? or buying or paying for more space or just the pain in the ass fee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, expect that there's going to be a fee um, if if you if you truly wanted that as a thing. Um, yeah, like I said, there's only been one person that I that I give the raw files to, and it's because I know them personally. Because every other time people have asked for it, um, actually, there's one other guy I give raw files to, but it's because people hire me for a photo shoot and then they hire him to do edits because mm -hmm. he's a good photographer, but he's an amazing editor. So. <laughs> So yeah, they hire me for the shoot and then I shoot him the raw photos and then he goes to town on it. Um, Interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, at this point, the, the earliest this is going to happen is uh, nearly a year out. But you can see I'm already thinking about this as I would. Um, oh, no, so I, t I totally it's... get that you're a data hoarder and I would trust that you wouldn't do the HDR Instagram filter yeah. style. Well, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just curious, like, that's good to hear from your perspective of like somebody that you don't know because... Um, because uh, I'm curious how that would come across. Obviously, it'll come across one way with people I know versus people I don't know. Um, and um, yeah, the the funny thing with me is that in that case, like, <laughs> 
I don't even really want them to do any post any further you're editing just a necessarily. Yeah. Like I, I'm like cool. Like you're the photographer and you're the editor, and that's why I'm hiring you. I just want the raws to have the raws forever. I don't really want them because I don't trust that your editing is good. I and, mean, and that's kind of a weird. I I would expect that that's a conversation that doesn't really come up too often with a photographer. It, it comes up more often than I want it to. Really? <laughs> but, well, like hmm. I said, it comes up because all the people who ask me are those other nine out of the ten people. Mm-hmm. And they're asking for Roz, but they don't really know what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. They're they not photographers. They don't have editing experience. They just know that's the thing I'm supposed to ask for. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Um, yeah, and, yeah, I, I would... and the opposite is with me. It's like, <laughs> I know this is something that I shouldn't ask for. But I'm still asking. <laughs> no, I would. Uh, so if you're going to someone who's not me, like I would probably just expect uh, an upcharge of mm-hmm. some sort. I feel like there's um, when you're a photographer, you're there are two different kind of styles mm-hmm. or philosophies about this. There's the artiste who says, "No, I have full creative control. I'm not gonna let you ruin it." Mm-hmm. The answer is no. And it's entirely possible that they lose out on the sale of you hiring them because that's their answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other option is the business person instead of the artiste of like, yeah, I'll do anything you want. You just have to pay me to make it worth it. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely some uh, corporate clients who say, hey, I want to own the copyright to all your images. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, that's not how I do things. This is what I actually do. And they say, we want royalty-free, just carte blanche use of all your images. And I say, okay, my prices are, like, quadrupled now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, like, you want to own all my images? That means I'll never be able to do anything with it. I can't post on my website. I can't share it with other potential clients. It's just gone. I have no future possibilities for that image. I'm not even talking about selling it. I just mean self-promotion. That's all out the window. If you want to take all that away from me, pay me for it. Interesting. Interesting. So, um, yeah. yeah, you can... There, there are two different ways of doing that. Uh, there was one wedding. Uh, actually, it was the wedding that I hired you to help me be the computer operator. Um, so, for those of you listening on the like podcast... That was like a decade ago now. Jeez. That... <laughs> that was nearly a decade ago now yeah i want to say it was like eight nine years ago yeah um so for those of you listening i had a bride find me at a wedding show said hey i want something really weird everyone else has said no i want the creative formal portraits to be live streamed up on a projector so that as people are uh like doing cocktail hour they are seeing our photos as they're being taken Every other photographer just said no. I said, that's an interesting concept. I don't know how to do that. Let me do some research and come back to you with a number. And I think I charged her like something like $1,000 extra. I'm like, hey, this is just what it's going to take because it's, you know, a huge pain. I need this equipment and these assistants. And like, that's what it would be. Mm -hmm. She said, great. So then they lowered the wedding package of how many hours they wanted because that was so important to them. They were willing to pay the extra $1,000. So uh, for those of you photographers out there, if someone asks you for the raw, you can either be the artiste and you can explain to them politely, no, that's not how I do things, or you can be the business person and figure out what is it worth to you to give away all of those raw images and just wash your hands and be done. Mm -hmm. So. And I also ask this partly on behalf of other photographers out there who might have 
pending weddings that they're waiting oh, for I COVID know. to get over. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I, I bet other people have the same question. I can't be the only one. So oh yeah. So well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> we started the episode by talking about client education. Mm-hmm. The other thing is when I educate my clients, I tell them that the raw photos are the high res JPEGs. Mm, I don't shoot in JPEG. I shoot in RAW. Mm-hmm. But that also and explains... See, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, yeah, no, I... <laughs> nice try. <laughs> no, well, I tell them, like, you get the RAW JPEGs. Yeah. That's exactly what the camera saw. If you want sky replacements or the guy in the red sweatshirt or that exit sign, you know, photoshopped out, those are mm-hmm. edits. Those are additional. But uh, you will just kind of have a nice-looking neutral place to work with Mm -hmm. and those are the thousand photos you get Mm -hmm. um so yeah it might might just uh part of it when photographers out there when someone asks you for the raws client educate them out of it nine times out of ten that's not actually what they want that tenth time just figure out are you an artiste or a business person and are you okay losing out on that sale? Sometimes it's yes. I've had some requests that are just so insane that I said, please go away. I do not want your money. Um, and there are some requests that are like, cool, pay me. I'll do it. <laughs> I am the 10th time. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, there we go. Client Clients educated, um, hopefully for Varuna. Um this helps you educate your clients. Um, yeah, kind of like we appreciate what the best platform is, but it's kind of missing the point ultimately. Um, and I am a client who is educated today. So yeah, <laughs> good show. Oh yeah, uh, best best platforms. Uh, I'm just going to throw one out there that I actually like. I know you mentioned a few, but mm-hmm. I don't like any of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pixie Set. Pixie so, Set. Huh. Yes, Pixie Set is what I use for all of my client galleries. Hashtag not sponsored. Uh, so here's the thing that I like about it compared to a lot of other um, websites that do exactly the same thing. You have you basically have your bulk storage, you have your storage allotment, and you can put up as many galleries as you want forever um, until you fill your storage allotment. So that means if you are a busy professional, maybe you, those uh, galleries have an expiration and you take them down after some set amount of time. But there are also some galleries that I make mini galleries of a wedding and I just leave that up permanently so that I can link them as samples. So like I had one for Arctic Club uh, because every time someone says, oh, I'm getting married at the Arctic Club, I say, I'd love to shoot you a sample. And I just send them and it only has like maybe like 80 images in it. So it's not overwhelming, but it is kind of like the ones that I put in the album for Arctic Club. Um, They have a great uh, sales page where you can make all of your own uh, price lists. There are some other companies that are like, oh, we make the price lists and send you a check. I'm like, no, 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 no. This is my art. I'm going to charge what I'm going to charge. And then it just it sets up through uh there's a bunch of different labs i think i have mine set up to go through white house custom color because they're great um yeah it's it's just a really nice clean easy platform old and technologically illiterate people still find it pretty easy to use um and it's not expensive uh i know the other ones people like are like shoot proof and uh there's one other one i can't remember where like you pay per gallery Mm. and the gallery like yeah, the gallery doesn't cost a lot 
and you're theoretically charging that to your client every time and the gallery's up forever but it's like i don't want to pay every single time i want to make a new gallery because sometimes i just make a gallery for like here are my yellowstone trip images if any of you want to buy art from my yellowstone trip like i don't want to pay to make that so uh yeah pixie set pixie set excellent I don't think I mentioned this earlier, so I will now. The way that I actually give client proofs is I give them beautiful images that they actually want to see. Um, I downsize them a little bit um, so that they can't get the original full-size one, but that they can still see all of the detail and facial features that they want to. And I'll generally put a very small watermark in the bottom corner. If your watermark is uh, large and tacky, they will hate it, and you will hate it many years from now um just very your signature or a very quick uh kind of thing with your business name in a simple font that isn't overly corny is perfect so that's how i give uh client proofs i do hope you enjoyed this episode i hope it was useful uh like subscribe share with a friend and we will see you next time if you have questions or ideas for future episodes you can email us at hello at photo dash op Show. Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at NomCreative. As in Om Nom Nom. Share this with a friend and you can listen to Photo Op anywhere podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Because it's free.